0: Thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from Ben Evenson. How many of you were here last Wednesday for Lou Engel? How many of you made it back to the hallway for prayer with Lou Engel? Oh my gosh, just to let you know, like... I recorded those. As, as I think I got everybody. I, some of it was so dark, I couldn't tell who the word was for, but whatever. I did record it all. So if you were like, what did he say? I forget. We'll try to ask me. We'll try to figure it out. Secondly, Therese, who's Lou's wife, at the end, as they were done praying for all you guys and walking into the green room, get, what were the words that came out of her mouth? But this was the best part of the whole night. Y'all. Wow. Y'all. Good praying job. for y'all. Because they saw something on fire in your lives and something crazy in the works like yeah. they've been praying for this for you for what's happening for a very very long time mm-hmm. and anyway i got two words from the lord during worship can i share that real quick and then josh has something to say yep. and then we'll That's go back great. and forth we don't know how this is going to go but it's going to be beautiful yeah. anyway Yes, we have such a good plan that we don't know what's going to happen. It's like a spontaneous <laughs> dance. It is a spontaneous dance, but we won't be doing that. Anyway, all right. During that last uh, song as we were going, I just really felt like God said, and you guys have heard this, you know this, it's time to live from victory. I think we often get trapped in our own little idea that we're trying to live for a victory and we're like, it's out there. It's Trying so hard, but please understand that what Jesus did on the cross was the victory. You get to live from that place and you get to walk around with the gold medal on your neck going, I already won. It's over. Like, tell the devil he sucks. I said that in church. Yes, because you can talk to the devil like that. All right, I'm so serious. He lost, and he's mad about it. And every time you agree, he gets really happy that you agree with him because he wants you to believe that you're still losing and you have to work for it. It's done. It's done. It's done. Stop trying so hard. Mm -hmm. Just be a child of God. It's so awesome. Anyway, the next one, this is a little more specific to each of you, to a group of you. God has seen great expressions of faith among this group. There's a group of you, you know who you are, that have stretched out in radical, sacrificial ways for God recently, and he's pleased by you. He wants you to know that. I don't know the details. You know who you are, and you know what's going on, but God said what you've laid out there, the sacrifices that you've made in faith, believing, he's really excited about it. So that's what i got to say. Go, Josh. That's great.
1: All right. Say whammy. Say double whammy. Double whammy. Double whammy. All right. Whammy. I get it. OK. So. Yeah. Um, do you know who you board? are? Do you know who you are? Does anybody? I got one over here. I think right there. Yes, right here. We got one, two. OK. Do you know who you are and do you know what time it is?
0: Don't look at the clock. Don't, no,
1: it's not 815, Don't it is 815. Is but listen, time. I'm going to tell a little story that I told last Wednesday, and I'm going to add some stuff to it. Story. Yes, I, you guys like stories? I love stories. I love prophetic stories. Oh my gosh, I'm on the edge of my seat. So this is a prophetic story. So uh, last week, uh, I was with Lou Angle in the office, and we're there. And he says, Josh, I had a dream. And he's like this. We're just sitting there, you know, and he's the whole time. And uh, he said, I had a dream. And there was an L.A. Times front page and it dropped down right in front of me. And it said, Lou Angle and his twin sister and his twin sister on the cusp of another Jesus movement. What what does that have to do? Okay, so that's interesting, right? See, this is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of prophecy. I mean, he can make a stranger prophesy to you. He can make a donkey prophesy to you, which he did in the Bible. Yes. So, we're there talking. I'm like, that's crazy. Lou Angle and his twin sister on the cusp of another Jesus movement. Okay? And cusp, then. Cusp
0: ab- means like on the edge. Close.
1: Close. It's right there. <laughs> Big words. Listen, okay? About uh, five minutes later. Anne stock walks into the office and she says, oh, Lou, this is crazy. We have so many great memories. And out of nowhere, she says, remember, you came 10 years ago. And we were all in a prayer circle and I was there and I got this really strong word. and I didn't know what it meant. So I just said it. And she said, we're Lucy. We are Lucy. I don't know what it means. We're Lucy. And she said, and then you turned over to me and you said, I have a twin sister and her name is Lucy. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. See, I want to show you how sovereign God is. And just maybe he knows who you are and he knows what time it is in in your life. Here's another one. Watch this. This is crazy. This is probably five years ago. A prophet came named Bob Hartley. Okay, and this is what he says. He says there's somebody named Ben here and he's going to help the kids get airborne.
0: Never met the guy. before. Never
1: met the guy. Okay, and then he said this and he said that and there's also a Lucy in Airborne.
0: It's not a person in case you're looking at Yes. Around. Okay. <laughs> Is y'all, there a Lucy here? It's y'all. Okay. So it's prophetic talk. Come okay. on.
1: Okay. So I got a question. Is it possible that you might be Lou Angle's twin sister? you think about that? Maybe you're not an accident just here because your parents are Christians and they make you come to church, but maybe there's incredible divine purpose upon your life and something's about to break out. You know, um, Jesus, when he, when he came to Jerusalem and he started crying, who knows why he was crying? Just because he's emotional and he's Jesus? No. You know why he was crying? He said, "If you would have known the hour of your visitation, you know, just because something's prophesied, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. It doesn't mean it's a guarantee. It means this is what Luango calls prophecy: an invitation to intercession." Who who was it back in the hall last week? Well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Ben, you Inter- want to say something?
0: Intercession means to pray for Thank something you, specifically. Okay, here I am. I'm the. Yes, I'm the the interpreter. D- I'm the interpreter in the back, in case yeah, you're getting okay. caught on like. Okay. Okay. So prophecy is an invitation to pray towards something. Yes. If you were here this weekend, uh, who said it about the prophecies? A prophecy. How many of you have prophecies over your life? People have spoken things. Holy crap! A lot of you. Guess what? The rest of you, you can have some. Open your Bible. Okay. If you're complaining that nobody's prophesied over you. Open your Bible. It's all for you. Okay? Get this. But here's the crazy thing about prophecy, right? Are you going to cover this?
1: Go ahead. I
0: don't know. do will find how? out. When I'll, if I say stop, stop, I'm going to say that. Then okay, good. Okay. All right. I don't want to steal all your all your stuff. Anyway. Yeah. But he said, he said prophecies are something that you have. This was something he stole from you, that you stole from God, yeah, yeah. but he got it from God too. Prophecies are something you get, but guess what? How many of your prophecies are fully come to pass already? All crap. So everybody has prophecies, but they aren't yet to come to pass. The, the whole phrase he brought up was this reality of some assembly required. Mm-hmm. The assembly of the prophetic words of your life are not just like, I wonder when that's going to happen. The assembly is like you pull out the instructions, you get some tools, and you start Putting pieces together in intercession and prayer, mm-hmm. to bring about the prophetic word that 's been spoken mm-hmm. over your life, not mm-hmm. artificially, but to put the pieces together so mm-hmm. that your life becomes what God has said it was mm-hmm. in the first place, mm-hmm. and it 's more about you coming to an understanding mm-hmm. of what God knew all along it 's not mm-hmm. actually changing you mm-hmm. it 's actually revealing who mm-hmm. you were that you didn 't know
1: mm-hmm. oh. OK, so you know what the most important about humor is?
0: Timing! <laughs>
1: <laughs> funny. Anyway. Do you know what the most important thing about the prophetic is? Timing. Thank you. Timing. I, I didn't want to do it. I want to scare anybody. Oh. <laughs> so timing matters, guys. Timing matters. <laughs> you know, you ever try to jump in the jump rope at the wrong time? <laughs> it don't work. There's a timing. There's a timing to it. And there's a purpose to, to seasons where God has plans for us. So I was with Charles and Ann with my wife. She's out there. Hey, baby. <laughs> and we, we, were, we went with Charles and Ann down to Virginia a couple weeks ago. And, uh, yeah. So much love in the room. I love my wife. It's good. So listen, guys, we went down there. And uh, I'm doing all of this to paint a picture. You know, what if you didn't know what time it was? What if Jesus is sitting in your life weeping like, I wish they understood who I want to be to them and what I'm about to do so they could get in line with me. So I went down to Virginia, and I'm down there, and uh, uh, Charles and Ann say, Josh, Sarah, come up here. We want you to prophesy. And I didn't really know what I was going to say, but I got up there, and I said... These are days of acceleration. What took three years will take three months. And I said a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. OK. Ten years ten, months. ten years, ten months. OK. Do you understand that we're in a, an incredibly lucky season? It's a window in time where something can happen. Mm-hmm. So this I'm saying that because of this James Gall came. And then on Friday morning, he gave an entire message about prophetic 2.0 that was about to break out. And then to end his message, he stood up and he said this. These are days of acceleration. What would take three years will take three months. What would take 10 years will take 10 months. When there's more hope in the atmosphere, when there's more, when God blesses what you're doing, it's time to sow. This is not 2015. This is a window. And so here's the thing. If God told you something and you really care, there's going to be a response. You're not going to be like, woohoo, that's good. I'm going to play some video games. There's going to be a response. And my question is, anybody here, Lucy? We got three now. That's good. We had two. Do you realize who you are? You know, until you do, I don't think you'll be able to live at the level God wants you to. I think you'll just be a saved Christian going to heaven. Maybe. What is Lucy? Who's Lucy? Okay, sorry. Interpretator.
0: Interpreter. (laughs) Okay. I know. I got to fill in the prophetic holes here. All right.
1: Makes total sense to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Sometimes it takes me a while to track this. I'll do my very best. Lou Engel had an open vision, dream from God, okay, that he was sharing with Josh, that a newspaper came down out of the sky in front of him, and it said, Lou Engel and his twin sister are on the cusp of a new Jesus people movement. If you don't know the history of airborne prophetic words, we've been going over these for a year with you now, is that it's been prophesied by, was it Cindy Jacobs that said, yes. and there will be another Jesus people movement that will come out of the youth of this house, okay. If you're just, like, freaking out, like, what the heck, I don't even know. Are they just making this up? We actually have Yafet right now. He's going through all the old video files of Life Center. And he's finding all the youth prophetic words on video, and we're putting them all together for you to see. Because I know you're all like, what did they say? It's about, We'll put dates on it, and you'll see, like, really funny-looking people in the audience who are your parents when they weren't as old. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's crazy. Listen to me. So Lou brought this prophetic word, okay, this picture he had of this newspaper coming down out of heaven. Lou and his twin sister, he's sharing this. A few minutes later, Ann Stock, our senior pastor's wife, walks in and goes, remember, 10 years ago when we were, she didn't hear about the newspaper vision. She walked in the room after that. Okay, you following Still? Okay? Some of you are like, yes, I got it the first time. The rest of you are going like, okay. She walked in. She said, 10 years ago, we were in a prayer meeting, and God just spoke to me, and I didn't know why. Ann didn't know Lou's twin sister, didn't know he had one, and said, we are Lucy. She just felt God say that we are Lucy. She didn't even know what it means. That's what's cool about prophetic. Most of the time, you don't have a clue mm-hmm. till you do. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, gosh, right? That's like everything in the Bible was like, bing, 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 Bethlehem. They, they could have known it all. Okay? So Ann says, we are Lucy, okay? And then right away, Lou turns to her in that circle 10 years ago and says, my twin sister is Lucy. Ann was like, what? So there was this, like, it's a dual connection mm-hmm. thing, okay? And then mm-hmm. in that place, and then again, Bob Hartley, who's a whole different guy, different prophet, this whole deal, was prophesying about you, the youth, Ben, Airborne, this whole thing. And there's a Lucy, he said. hmm he was like, "There's a Lucy," and it was kind of like a question mark. I have this whole prophecy on the wall in my office because I look at it and I'm like, well, "We're gonna teach you how to feed differently. We're gonna run for a long time because it's a marathon, and y'all are gonna be amazing." Mm-hmm. There's so much on it, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, whoop! My, yes.
1: Yes. Does everybody know who Lucy is? You. Yes, it's a promise. You are it's Lucy. We Life
0: Center. Yes. For the newspaper. That Lou and his twin sister, Lucy. us, yeah. Lucy, are on the cusp of another Jesus people movement. Okay. So it's confirmation to the Cindy Jacobs word about the next Jesus people movement on the youth of this house. Are you with us? Okay, and listen, this is not to pump up your egos and make you feel like, wow, we're the best youth group in the world. That's not the case because it's not just about you. It's about a generation, it's about your nation, it's about your country, it's about the world, and it's about the disciples your children will make and see a transformation in their culture. Yeah. So get off a high horse if you're going like, whoa. Yeah. But get on your high horse and recognize who you are and that this time matters. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, it's a balance. Yeah. All right. James? I know, I feel the same way about it. Oh, <laughs> Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Something wow. great. Hey, I'll take the picture. That's,
1: that's prophetic. I'll See, take they, the picture. Listen, Come on. It's so crazy. At 9 a.m. the morning before Luke came, I sent a text to Dylan Kraus. Yes. In Australia. I found him today. Yes. Yes. Oh, Dylan. Yeah. Okay. I love him too. And I sent a song. It was called Me and Lucy by Jason Upton. Sent him a song. Near, 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 near. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. The prophetic. Go ahead. Jason Upton, prophetic song.
0: It's awesome. Okay. Anyway. And they're about to have a baby in the month or something. Yes. Anyway. Which is a miracle. It was in the water. Okay. Okay. Literally. Anyway. We are in such a funny swirl tonight. We're yes. so sorry if you can't track what's going on. Just let your if faith. You can't rise. track, you're gonna learn Come on, to track. It's track the language
1: it. of the Holy Ghost. It's the language of heaven.
0: If okay. you understood it all, it wouldn't require any faith. So just believe. Yeah. So that you matter. Okay.
1: Here's the thing. What's the purpose for the prophetic? Someone. Come on. One person. What what's that, Ethan? To invite you. That's good. Edification. exhortation, and encouragement. It's not to make your ego feel good. It's to like to get you all fired up and I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's meant to impart faith to you, to stir you up into something.
0: Build up your inner man. Yes. Or woman.
1: Because here's the thing. It's not just like God's coming, guys. It's not. He's just going to come. Like we're all going to see here little birds like ah, feed us. <laughs> it's not, you know, God is in heaven. His body is on earth and is going to do something to change the world. And that's you guys. And so it's not that he's just coming to rescue us like we're all tied up. God, help us. No, it's there's this rising up and saying, I'm in. I am Lucy. I'm stepping into the moment. And it, it doesn't happen all at once. You get saved like that. But if God's going to birth a calling in you. It's going to be more than a moment. Mm You know, I had a dream on uh, Monday night that. This happens a lot. um, Me and Lou Angle were putting this thing together. We were building an apparatus. Uh, I think it was a Jesus movement. And I said, and I was halfway through and I ran down to this other stage. And you and there were all these you guys were there. and You say it didn't happen yet. (laughs) You didn't understand the depth of God. And how much of you is inside of you, and that how much of you can cry out to him. You know, everybody likes you know the the Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven? I know the plans I have for you. You know, plans for a hope, for a future. That that verse is awesome, right? A few verses down, you know what it says. Jeremiah twenty-nine thirteen. Twelve is good too, right? It says, uh When you seek me, you'll find me. And it says, when you seek me with all of your heart, you'll find me. Do you think a promise this size is worth going after? You know, I remember I got saved. What I found out is I was way deeper than I ever thought I was. I don't mean profound thoughts. I mean that I was hungry for something way more than just a moment in worship. I was hungry for God to be in the depths of me. You know, Jesus said this. He says, don't don't cast your pearls before swine. God's not just going to pour out his spirit. He's betting on you that you're going to respond. that you are going to say, no, there's something special and it's worth me going after. And this is how you can tell how much it matters to you. By your response. You don't love God any more than the fruit in your life. Sorry, (laughs) that was was mean. But I'm telling you, if, if you love God, the fruit of following him will be obvious. I'm not saying you won't sin. I'm saying the effort to go after what he said. We have this charismatic misconception. Oh, they prophesied it's good. Peyton, are you cool? Good. Elijah prophesied it's going to rain. And then he got in the fetal position and he said, oh, God. And he he said, go check and see if it's raining three times. Go check and see if it's raining. What God's betting on is not just that he's going to come, but that you guys are going to answer the call. That you're going to say, I am Lucy and all these things that have been happening the past four months are God saying, come on, you got a deep inside of you. I'm calling it out. I'm calling you up to me. I'm calling you into loyalty. I'm calling you into passion. To interpret it in any other way is to stay honestly in a slavery place where your faith makes no difference where you walk. You know, the Jesus movement was so radical and contagious. Like it didn't matter if you were a preacher or not. You got like 12 people saved that day just by walking around. There, There is a tidal wave of the love of God that is coming to you guys. And can you think of anything better to do with the next few months? You know, I'm going to go another prophetic thing, so I
0: need an interpretator. Okay. We're practicing for Guatemala. Yes. (laughs) So hold on to your hats.
1: Listen to this. On Tuesday, Billy Graham passed away on Wednesday. okay. Oh, imagine if all you guys began to be able to interpret the prophetic signs that are happening in front of you. God is everywhere all the time. It's do you have eyes to see? Okay. so on Tuesday, um, we had a guy, Harry Berger, pass away. He was awesome. He loved God with all his heart. But we're in the prayer meeting on Tuesday. And Ann Stock said, I feel like his sons have about a six month window to access some of their destiny and the grace on his life. And that's that's how long they had to do that. This is on Tuesday. And I remember seven years ago. um, All the pastors are in a circle underneath the drive through and we're praying. This is on Tuesday, OK? And Ann Stock's there like she is with her little hands. And, and she steps forward and she said, she said, I feel like there's a six month window after Billy Graham dies. And then a spirit of evangelism will fall on America. The next day, listen, the next day, Billy Graham died. Someone say we're in a window in time. Someone say Jesus is not going to weep over my life. Can you see the hope? You want to say something? I can.
0: Maybe. Okay. I just, no, I think like to what I was saying before is like, is this really about you? Does this make somebody like super more special than anybody else? Not necessarily, except if it does. Because an invitation is an invitation and it's just that. Mm -hmm. If you get an invitation to go to a birthday party, you either go or you don't. But if you Mm -hmm. don't, you can't whine about not being at the party. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like when there's an invitation for you to step into something, it requires action. It doesn't just, Mm -hmm. you don't just into the party like, oh, they invited me so I showed up. Like you actually go. You may even respond. Not in this generation. Nobody RSVPs. They just decided in five minutes before they go. Like it's lame. Anyway, but do you get what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like God is putting, there's a window. It's like RSVP by such and such a date. God is like, Mm -hmm. here's a window. The time is critical, Mm -hmm. and you're being invited into something. Is he going to kick you or drag you in by your ankles kicking and screaming? No. That's not the kind of God he is. But he'll open the door and say, come on in. He's like, this is a prophetic picture through all the scripture, right? Noah built an ark. Noah had the door open and invited people to come in in repentance. No. No. (laughs) <laughs> the door was shut that was it your life is an opportunity an invitation to meet god to know god to walk with god and there will come a day when that door <laughs> is shut the response is in your hands this isn't to scare anybody we don't want to scare the hell out of anybody like that's not uh, let's scare the hell out of them i mean it, i hope it does no i mean like wow like i want to inspire the hell out of you Because hell doesn't belong in you. You weren't created for that. Mm -hmm. But how many of us walk through life going, you know, I really don't mind carrying hell. I've gotten quite comfortable with it. That's right. Do you want to change or not? Mm -hmm. Are you content where you're at right now? Then what the heck are you waiting for? You're invited to something. Come on. Freedom is available, a move of God to change the planet. I don't care what that looks like. It sounds better than today was. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so yes, I'll guilt you right into it. Like, was today so good that you would deny an opportunity to change the world? Mm-hmm. Or is a change in your life maybe worth giving a shot with all your heart? Not, let's see if it goes. Yeah. That's stupid. Nobody wants you coming to come their birthday party because you kind of maybe want to go. That sucks. When people come up and go, like, I didn't know if I wanted to come, but I showed up because nothing else happened. You know, God's inviting you to something. That's right. And he doesn't want you to come going, well, nothing else turned out. I guess yeah. I'll try this. Like, come yeah. on. With all your heart, those come who up. seek him with all their heart mm-hmm. will find him. Mm-hmm. There is no guarantee that you're just going to stumble into God. He made it plenty clear that he's real and that he existed. Stop making excuses for why Mm -hmm. I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. How often have you read your Bible in the last six Mm -hmm. months that you haven't felt anything? How often have you abandoned all your personal desires Mm -hmm. to go after God and say, lay something down that actually might be getting in the way of God? Like this, oh, I'm getting mean. This is mean dad talk, but come on. If there is one thing that pops into your head when I say, give it up for God right now tonight, if any one thing pops in your head that, like, no, no way, that's an idol.
2: Wow. Wow.
0: If anything pops in your head, like, no, 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 no. Wow. Like, seriously, if God told you to throw your PS4 in the fire when you get home tonight and burn it, and you go, like, no, forget that. Mm. Maybe some of you would. Praise God. I'm not telling you that that's the kind of God that we serve. Get me right here. God is not going. I know, like back in my generation, we would do CD burnings at youth group. It was not healthy. It was, the concept was good. But we were challenged to come next Wednesday with all your secular music and burn it in the campfire. And God's going to free. It was weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who did this? Any of the older generation do this? Come on, right? We lived in every corner of the nation and we all did this because we thought we were so holy. This is not the kind of God we serve. But we are serving a God who says, I want it all so I can give you more. Mm -hmm. So if there's something that you're going, no, God, this is mine, don't even touch it. Get it out of your life. Lay it, the flip down, and see if God might actually be better than your stinking video game or your favorite app i know i keep landing on video games yeah. video games are not the devil they're not an, unless they are right your phone is not the devil it's not an idol unless it is does this make sense your money your job your boyfriend your girlfriend your whatever you do your sport might not be the devil unless it is And I tell you, if you wouldn't give it up for Jesus, it's the devil. Mm -hmm. So lay it down so he can give it back to you and empower you in a more powerful way. Because I guarantee God will do better with your sport than you will. Mm -hmm. Through you. Mm -hmm. Are you noticing the athletes in the media today? The Eagles to the Olympians to across the board. Jesus Christ is coming out of their mouth at a time when that's not popular do you not believe that Jesus will, can, and does work through you and empower you that you could be a better soccer player because you gave it up, and he said, no, it's yours, and I called you to it? Hmm. Like, really, are you willing? So we're going to have to try to wrap up more fastly, aren't we, Josh? Yeah. But we could go well, all I just, night. I just
1: imagine uh, oh my James gosh. and John, Jesus said, follow me. What if They were like, oh us. Oh, that's wonderful. And they, they kept going about their thing. And I'm saying like brag you? to their
0: friends. Guess yes. what? Jesus he he likes to me. Him. He asked
1: me. To, no, you didn't follow him. And God's inviting you to a Jesus movement. Can you feel it? It's going to be the most epic thing in the world. You know, you guys think you're just encountering God. It's more than that. It's an invitation. Come into a deeper place with me. Come change this region. Come invent something that's never been invented before. Come be radical. If it's not radical, it's not going to make a difference. I I, wanna, I don't want to come here if we're not going to be radical. So I want to I want to tell this little thing. My daughter is coming. Yes. It's amazing. Babies. Yes. Oh, love it. I I I'll just tell this. I said because it makes me happy. I want it to make you happy. There's so much hope, okay? I said, "Sarah, I just I see her dancing and I see her dancing with you." And she said, "Oh, she said that's nice." And then I I I said and I, and I have like a, I have a sing I have a prayer. And I said my prayer is that she wouldn't have to hunt for a husband, but God would like set this man as her husband. Come on. Okay. Okay, a prophet comes up to me at Firestorm and said, hey, I just want to pray for your daughter. He said, I just saw her dancing, and I saw her in large arenas dancing and it cracking the atmosphere. And he said, the Lord says that there's a man that's set aside to be your husband, and you don't have to worry about that. I'm just saying, God's amazing. Okay, here's where I'm going with that. My biggest longing for my daughter is this, is that she would love God with everything that's in her. Come on. I, I don't want her to be rich or wealthy. If that happens, whatever. The most satisfying people are the people who love God the most. You know, no. they can sit no matter what's happening and smile and say, this is awesome. I love you. I have the same heart for you guys. No. And loving God doesn't mean like, "Woo!" did you guys feel that in worship? It's your life and it's your pursuit. And I'm going to talk about something that we don't usually talk about in church.
0: Uh-oh. We talked about sex two weeks ago, so that's not it.
1: The F word.
0: (laughs) The F word. Fasting. Fast. Good guess, though. That was well done.
1: You know, you can always tell how much you want it by how much you sacrifice to get it. You know, where your treasure is, there your heart is. Now, you guys have no money because (laughs) you're all kids.
0: Some of you got more than me, but
1: yeah. But do you know what I think your treasure is? You know what I think your treasure is? Time. Who said it? it It's your time. Do you guys want to be spectators for this thing? Or do you understand? That Jesus is believing that you're going to answer the call, that you're going to say, I am that I am Lucy, me and my friends airborne is Lucy. We own that promise. If you don't own the promise, you're not in it. You are not a part of it. And I feel like, guys, I'm not trying to be hard. I want to try to encourage you. So many of you have owned it. The way you guys come to our encounter nights and you press in and you pound and you. But you know what? There's more. There's more depth in you. A single Christian walking through a high school would set it on fire. I mean, someone who's operating at the fullness that God has for them. And there is so much more of your heart. There's so much more fear that he wants to kick out and put a love that's full of peace and confidence inside. There's so much more anointing. There's miracles. You know what's going to transform the high schools? You are, not me. Not my prophetic word It's you seizing a promise and saying, this is mine. I am that, yeah.
0: Come on, you know, man. they don't even let us in the schools. Listen, either, so. so we can't. Jesus,
1: it's all y'all. I'll end. Jesus. He had to find himself in the book. He went to synagogue. This is after after he fasted. Imagine that. Okay, he comes back, and it just so happens to be a certain day. Forty
0: days, he didn't yep. And he drink. comes
1: back, pretty good. And he reads um, Isaiah sixty-one, and it says, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and He has anointed me to preach the good news, to bind up the broken heart, and it goes on." And then he he read it, he closed it, and he said, uh, "That was just fulfilled in your presence. Here it is. I am that." Do you know? Yeah, somebody. (laughs) Do you know that God has the same prophetic word over you? I'm not saying Isaiah 61, but you have a destiny that matters. You don't have to look like your your peers at school, even the ones who are Christians. I'm telling you, one person lit on fire knowing that God made the day that they're walking around their school is going to change the world. And here, can you find yourself in the book? Can you find where that prophecy is you right here, right now? I, I want to scare you a little bit. It's so shocking. It's, this is the pearl of heaven that rolled down in front, right in this place. And he said, do you guys value me? It, am I worth loving more than the other things you love? Will you steward me? Will you take care of my presence? Can my love be at rest in this place? So, is there a Lucy in here? Is there anybody who believes in you as much as God believes in you? Do you believe in you as much as God believes in you? All right. Lucy, stand up. Come on. Go ahead, Ben.
0: Yeah, guys, look at me. Don't disconnect while you stand up. Don't talk to people real quick. Just give us a minute. We want you to understand something. You will always hear from our lips in this place. You can't do anything to make God love you more. And you can't, hey guys, up here. You can't do anything to make God love you less. You aren't that powerful because God is God and you are not. And he loves you. Now here's the thing. God can be pleased and displeased with you while loving you. Same way I would be with my own children. Love them to death. That's not changing. They do certain things, not so pleased. They do other things, pleased. I had like six verses from the Bible talking about the passion, the desire to please God. That's a real and righteous and okay pursuit of your life. To actually seek to please God. Because you know what? This was said at the conference too. God's not fair. God gives favor to those he gives favor Favor is the root word of favor it. So I'm sorry. He might love you, but it doesn't mean he's going to favor you unless there's a pleasing of his heart with how you're walking out your life. I am way more likely to give cookies or candy to my kid who will take the trash out with being asked than the one that lays on the floor, screams, and cries when I ask him to. And God's a better dad than me. Do you get this? Like, yes, God will love you. But how about the favor of God on your life? Not a single one of you in here are going like, I don't want that. You all are, every one of you in your heart somewhere are begging God for something. God, come through in this. God, I want to be, I want your favor on my life. I want to be a millionaire. Good luck. Go try. That might work out for you. But what if the favor of God was on your life to be a millionaire? Come on. What if the favor of God is on your life to be an athlete in a professional realm and have influence? Come on. Like, the favor of God will take you places you cannot take yourself. I guarantee it. And as you know, if you like, if you talk to a professional athlete that's made it, that's gone there, they've committed their lives to something and they've actually dictated and managed their life Every detail of, of their life. You sit down with an Olympic athlete and say, walk me through your day. They'll tell you every five minutes of their day exactly what they're doing, exactly what they're eating, why they're doing it, how much they sleep, how much they exercise, how much they get a trainer to work with them to make sure they're in pristine condition. Because they manage their time, they manage their life, they completely sacrifice everything else to go after a goal. Nothing else matters They'll give up all kinds of stuff To walk for something that's great And that's just a human picture Of what we're saying right now So here's the call for you guys tonight Lou Engel said this last week And we feel like we just want to ride this wave with him He's going Now listen, don't check out when I say this He's starting tomorrow On a 40 day fast of only water That's crazy That's crazy Personally, I don't know. Okay, I got a lot of things I have to keep up on. But listen to me. We are calling you to fast something or many things right now for the next week. We're not saying 40 days, but if you feel a real stir in your heart like, my gosh, I want the favor of God on my life. Do something so stupid radical for the next 10 to 40 days that it will actually change the way that you stand before God in his pleasure over your life. It is okay to live to please God. We do a really good job of living to please man. And we have a, we're like, oh, we shouldn't live to please God. No, it actually says that in the Bible. But we have no problem living our entire life going like, oh, do I look right for everybody? Did I dress right? Oh, my gosh, did I say the right thing? We We love to please man. Why not please God who's, actually got the ability to put favor on our lives that's crazy radical move out do something nuts and i'm telling you if you don't even know what fasting means it means to give up something and trade that time and energy and passion for time with the lord jesus took 40 days in the wilderness. And he fasted everything, which is like, I don't know how he lived, but there's proof that humans can live 40 days without anything. It's crazy, but it's possible Jesus did that. He came out of that 40 days, and boom, resurrections, leprosy healed, cripples healed, blind eyes, deaf ears. You wonder why you don't see that stuff happening? Maybe you haven't put in the time to take the favor of God into your life and into your hands. Maybe you haven't laid anything down. You're just like, oh God, I'd really hope they get healed. That's fine to believe that. But what if it takes, Jesus said it to his disciples, some demonic spirits only come out by prayer and fasting. That was the words of Jesus. So there's actually a formula to see things change in your life. It's called prayer and fasting. So if that's your device, if that's food, if it's soda, if it's sugar, if it's internet, yeah. guys, yeah. get this: maybe it's porn. Maybe it's wow. time to fast the thing that owns you. Come on. And you might get free in the process. Come on, Josh yeah. is going to add to this. Sarah's you get what got I'm saying.
1: Something to say, real quick.
0: Sarah's owning it. Here we go, Mama.
2: Well, I was just thinking about how when I was in high school. I was really insecure, and I realized I made crutches for myself, how I dressed, my makeup. And so I decided I was going to fast that just to, like, completely separate myself. Whoa. So I started, I fasted that for six months, I believe, or three months. What is the Esther fast? Six months. Six
0: months of what? You fasted?
2: Makeup. Makeup? All makeup all and makeup I dressed, it, I dressed really modestly
0: you dressed like real plain and simple and yeah. come on that's um, cool so
2: 6 months with no makeup which was very very hard at first um, oh. but what happened what I'm why I'm saying this is because I stepped into a story that I didn't know God had for me i fasted 6 months of makeup Not realizing that God had a husband who was waiting for me on the other side of that fast. And so I'm saying that you don't know that this (laughs) fast might not be you separating yourself onto a story that's already written about you. This baby doesn't know that God already chose her husband yet. But he's already made a story for her life. And so it's like your fast might be aligning you for the next stage of favor that God has for you that you can't really see yet. And even if you don't feel like it's from a prophecy you've gotten, you're you're agreeing that this hunger isn't just coming for me. This hunger is because I want God to um, fill the hunger of my heart.
1: Yeah, so guys, this is it. Guys, the root of your hunger is faith. It's hope that if you, if you deny yourself, if you turn, that God's going to answer. That if you seek him with all of your heart, God said it's possible. It's not very far away. You can do it. He's not asking you to do something you can't do. He's asking you to put something down. If you have some strength, y- use some strength. If you can't run to God, walk to God. If you can't walk to God, crawl to God. If you can't crawl to God, roll to God. Move
0: towards him. And I just, go ahead. Yeah. Here's the, here's the call, okay? Pick something. Something you know you need to, that we don't even have to give you ideas. You know exactly, because it popped into your head immediately when we first said it. Go with that one. The thing that you know cripples your heart. Come on. Lay it down for a season, for a time. And don't just be like, don't, if you're going to pick food, don't spend all of lunchtime going, Oh my God, I'm so hungry. Like, like The point is to get before God. Pray. Open your Bible. If you're like, I've tried that thing and I have no idea where to start, where to go. Guess what? Tomorrow's March 1st. Proverbs chapter 1. March 2nd, Proverbs chapter 2. Takes you like seven to eight minutes to read a chapter of Proverbs. For crying out loud, I bet you could find the time. Because you spend more time than that eating a meal. So grab a meal time and say, God, I want Proverbs. There's 31 Proverbs. You'll get a whole month out of it. And oh my gosh, if you can absorb what God says in that and in the process, go, God, unleash on my life favor to see transformation in my life. Because everyone it needs transformation in their own life, right? Okay. And how many of you, you can raise your hand on this one, know somebody in your life that needs transformation. What if it happened? What if it could happen and you just need to put the time before the Lord and say, I'll give anything to see their life set free. You want healing in your body, your mom's body, your dad's body, grandpa, uncle, whoever. Jesus, heal them. Great. Fast and pray and watch God move. Favor of God, come. I'm about to do, I'm about to lose this thing. I don't know. Okay. Stir it up a little ah, bit. I'm gonna, anyway, I'm
1: prophesy to come you. On. Put your hands up, close your eyes i just say that the window is open and that these are days of acceleration. And what would take three years will take three months. I prophesy a three-month window of access for growth and freedom. God, I just pray, God, that the deep would cry out the deep. I just say you are Lucy. There is more to you than you realize. There is more fire in you. There is more passion. There is more love for God inside of you than you could ever realize. That you would spend your whole life pursuing him. Father, release Faith and vision, God, in Jesus' name.
0: Come on, staff, just run through the room quick. Lay hands on every head and just agree. We're just agreeing. We're not doing some voodoo on you, I promise, okay? We just want to lay our hand on your head and agree for like two seconds with your life for the favor of God. Just worship, sing, pray. Stay in this place while we just come around and bless you right now. Come on. If you've got to get going home, you're welcome to go. If you want to stay in worship, I'm sure Ryan would love to lead you. So, come on. We love you guys. Have a really amazing week. And let us know what God does in this. Come on. Thank you. This podcast was recorded live at our Wednesday night youth meeting.
2: To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.